Hey everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Complete Performance Podcast with me, Dr. Josh Williamson. Today I get to sit down with one of my own clients, Lara Mann. Now Lara is a CrossFit athlete and she initially approached me wanting to improve body composition. Now we've been working together for a year, a year and a half and one of the things that I always say when it comes to nutrition is the nutrition side is relatively straightforward. Once we have something that actually fits your body, which fits your lifestyle, nothing really needs to change too much. Yes, we want to give you the confidence and the tools and the autonomy to make your own decisions, but it's relatively straightforward from that point. What makes nutrition very difficult for a lot of people is the things in life that happen. And this is going to be very evident in this conversation with Lara, because Lara came from a place where she was working a usual nine to five job, which then moved into shift work, which then moved into a competitive CrossFit season, which then led to her setting up her own affiliate. And this was all done over lockdown. So it was very, very difficult, very stressful. And this conversation will give you insight into how we work together, how we put in a good foundation for success when it came to nutrition. So hopefully you find this conversation useful. Hopefully it brings you some value. And hopefully it shows you that when it comes to working with nutrition, it's more than just macros and carbohydrates and protein and all of that good stuff. There's other things deeper that we need to address. So without further ado, let's get stuck in and enjoy this conversation. So I guess first thing is, what we're struggling with, we need to get in contact. It's probably the first thing to start off with. So I think it was after the quarterfinals Mm. last year and I think I don't know right like I kind of yeah. like shocked myself as to how good it did and I was like right well I'll give it a go next year yeah and nutrition wasn't something that I'd ever really considered like yeah. I knew it was but we all knew it was important yeah but I'd, I'd never really thought of it and so I was like right well if I give it a go if it's not something I've done, ever done before I'll give it a go see how far I can get yeah and that lasted what about three months <laughs> we did our initial 12 weeks yeah and like, I learned so much, but then my life just, yeah, I think, changed three or four times yeah. within like the time we met, from the time we met. Um, but initially, it was like fueling for sport or mm. fueling for all the training that I was doing. Yeah. And then I think a lot more came with that yeah. than I initially thought. Yeah. Like I think I came to you and I was like, oh, I want to <laughs> change my body composition or like you know, and yeah. And then we started figuring out a whole lot more yeah. than I guess I initially came to you with yeah. first. Um, I mean, I, I've always said like, I'm a completely different person yeah. from when I came to you last year to where I am now. Like, like, like more so mentally. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I changed loads, like in yeah. terms of body composition, and I'm in a lot better place than I was then. But I think more mentally for me, I'm in a better place with mm. myself. Yeah. Than I was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot has changed over that last 12 months. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that people do expect, oh, I'm going to get in contact because maybe I do want to pr- improve my performance or I want to lose weight. But yeah. there's other things that tie into that. Yeah. Um, that initial 12 weeks, what were you sort of expecting out of that and what what actually came from that? Yeah. If you can remember back then. <laughs> yeah. I think me and Kevin always had a conversation, like joking, like, oh, we're just going to get shredded. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to go to Josh and we're going to get shredded. And <laughs> I think I always had it in my head. Like, I've, I've 
I've always had an issue with how I like body con- like mm. body composition. I've never yeah. been kind of happy in my own skin, I guess. Um, I've always looked at the the athletes, like even the athletes in Ireland, and the, everyone looks a certain way. Like they yeah. have a certain way, and I've never looked that way. I've always, in my head, been the bigger person. Mm. Um, so I think initially I was like, well, Josh is just going to change that. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to look like all these rest of the girls now. But <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't that, and it kind of changed to. Okay, well, I'm doing all this training now. You need a fuel for that. Yeah. And I think along the process, I just became a lot more happier in my own skin mm. than initially I wanted to change everything. Yeah. Um, but it's been a long, it's <laughs> been a long process. To yeah. Get yeah. Mm. No, I think that's it's important because people assume that we can change our body very, very quickly yeah. because we're shown all the time. Like even sometimes we follow social media profiles and we do it for inspiration or motivation to start, but then your whole feed is full of them images and you're like, I'm never hitting those and I'm always comparing myself. But we're forgetting that there's been years built up to that. And you mentioned, you know, about when you were an athlete before, how that impacted you. And so you've got maybe five or 10 years of certain beliefs or thoughts around how your body should look. And then we think we're gonna change that in 12 weeks. You know, you, you wouldn't, climb a mountain over three or four hours and just jump off the top yeah. you know it's a slow process back and um, it is a transformation type of our transformative system that yes we're looking at the physique but also need to change how we feel about ourselves yeah. as well um, so that initial probably 12 weeks was about trying to fuel for performance but also trying to look at body composition mm-hmm. and I think when we get into it the body composition sort of took a back seat and it was more about the performance. Mm-hmm. And then sort of life happened and a lot of the craziness sort of happened after that. Can you remember sort of some of those changes or transitions that happened over after those initial 12 weeks mm-hmm. and how that impacted you when it came to the nutrition? Yeah, so I went from, initially I went to you because I was working shift work. Yeah. And I was struggling, I guess, to eat around, I was struggling mentally more so with the yeah. shift work. It was really, it was taking its toll on me. And we were looking at ways to eat around that and you know, trying to help perform, like fuel my training while eating yeah. or while working around shift work. That, we got it a good, like, that was a good yeah, place. Yeah, it was a good place, like, yeah. I was getting routine. I was like, because there would be some weeks that I was flat out training and yeah. then some weeks I couldn't train at all. Yeah. And then some weekends I was working shift work that, all weekend, yeah. yeah. So it was all over the place. Um, we, we got into a bit of a good <laughs> and it was going well. And then me and Kevin, obviously, uh, about five, six months ago, yeah. we started to look into the gym. And you don't realize how much stress, yeah. like external stress, actually takes, like, in a, it plays its part in, I guess, mm. training and eating. Yeah. Um, so we went from shift work to shift work on top of opening a gym. Yeah, <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, and then to have no gym at all, the training. Yeah. So I had no training at all for about two months, and then and then starting to get back into it with a new business and a full time job. Yeah. And then so now I'm good. <laughs> it's great. But, um, it, it was just uh, for the last six. You, I had you as nearly like accountability. Yeah. Like, it was, even though all this met, like stress and madness was going on, I still had you mm. to come to every week and make like 
even it was like reassurance that everything yeah. was fine or like no i was doing fine yeah i didn't have to worry about the nutrition side because you like it was being i was still checking in with you and things like mm. that but i think if it had been me a year ago mm. and i didn't have the help and support from you i think i would have just turned in like that stress would have probably got too much and that I would have turned to food and mm, I would have yeah. eaten too much and I would have just, I like used food as nearly a stress release yeah. more so than I've been so much more aware in the last six months mm. of what I'm actually eating and what I'm doing that I'm actually in no different yeah. than I was what after the 12 weeks I've not put on any weight I've not yeah. really changed all that much but my life has just <laughs> been <laughs> a complete chaos so like that has been uh, unreal yeah I think that's what it is. It's like we're always told about sort of healthy eating and keeping active and that type of thing, yeah. even if it is for performance or even if it's for just general health. Yeah. But no one ever tells us how do we cope with certain emotions. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about before that, yes, all the positive things, opening a gym and all is fantastic, but also yeah. you've got negative emotions to deal with and they're, they're still essential to sort of our development. But you sort of mentioned there that we use food or exercise as a coping strategy. Yeah which isn't always good like they are fine like they're viable methods but it's when they become sort of disordered that mm -hmm. that's our only strategy yeah. and so we explore different ways of doing that than how to how do we not get down that rabbit hole yeah. and get caught into sort of that vicious cycle then so that's really really um valuable to share that you know we have had not only the physical transformation but also the sort of mental yeah. thing as well there was a middle block um, I remember after sort of the initial maybe three, four months that we decided to look at how could we make things more sustainable and moving away from so much structure to a little bit more, okay, you have a little bit more control in depending on what sessions look like. Do you remember that their process? Yeah, yeah. So we started off very structured. Yeah. Like, um, which was really good for me because I'm the type of athlete or the type of person that if you tell me, okay, you train loads, you can eat loads. <laughs> yeah. To the extreme. Like, I'll justify everything yeah. to be able to eat. So the structure gave me the knowledge of how much I needed to eat yeah. throughout the day. And then I could bring that into, okay, well, I know how much I need to eat, but yeah. I like, changed my options in myself. Yeah. Or, like the traffic light system, yeah. like, how to feel your, like, my plate. Yeah. More so, like, so that was like, probably the biggest thing I've taken away like in yeah. terms of like food volume and what I need to actually eat um so yeah yeah <laughs> no no that's that's fine um do you think that your food that you eat now you're surprised at how much you needed to fuel your training in comparison to where you were maybe 12 months ago I think I, I never had an issue with eating enough like, yeah I, but I think where because when I when you gave me the options or I then thought it was enough. Like mm, it, was, yeah. it was so much, it was a lot of food, yeah. but and I was never, like I never had any issues, but then I was probably going and adding more to that. Yeah. Um, before. Yeah. So it was kind of, it kind of gave me a more better idea of how much I needed to eat while still realizing it was completely, yeah. it was a good, like a, a good amount. Yeah. Good yeah. Amount. <laughs> like, taking it to the extreme, but um, yeah. No, I, I do think that sometimes in CrossFit that because you train very hard, people assume that I've earned this whatever and they go and sort of take that. Um, I, I do that myself as well. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I've done this heavy session, so now I can have this pizza, <laughs> you know, which probably isn't great. 
But having that sort of structure now and having that ability to be able to adapt your meals for whatever sessions you're doing or if life gets crazy, that you can still move in the direction that you want, even though it may not be the main priority, Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Then we moved into sort of life getting very busy over the last, probably say six months ago it really started. You looked for a gym, you've now got a really fantastic facility here which is really busy. Um, And nutrition sort of taking a back seat there, but at that stage did you feel confident that you had the skills and techniques to get through that period? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think it came naturally without even really having Mm. to think about it. Yeah. Um, I still had those things in my head, like, yeah. okay, well, this is how I structure my meal, or this is what I need to eat around if I did get some training in. Yeah. Um, this is what I need to eat to be able to recover the next day. And yeah, like the the, the tools were still there, yeah. like without even me having to think, um, which I wouldn't have had before. Um, more so that we weren't even like we. I haven't moved. I that's how I keep on. Yeah. <laughs> not a meal in like four months. Yeah. But like I've been able to go out and pick something that I know is a good option or yeah. a better option for me to eat. Um. So even though I haven't like meal prepped or prepped, or anything, yeah. I've known what I needed to do, which has been like key to get through the last yeah. like five or six months. Um. But even like even just allowing myself to like or having the confidence yeah whereas like before i would probably would have like shied away from got, well, yeah got annoyed at myself more yeah. so that because like because i didn't wasn't thinking about nutrition i'd be quite hard on myself and like okay you're not yeah. doing everything you're not thinking about your nutrition and then that would probably play in here yeah i was being quite hard on myself and i wasn't focusing on my nutrition whereas that was kind of lifted yeah I, I knew i was still focusing on my nutrition without had like being in a kitchen, yeah. like meal prepping, strict, strict, strict meals. I mean, and yeah. like I, I was, I was fine. Fine to do it. And then mentally, that was a lot of yeah. stress off my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need any more added stress at that stage. Yeah. Yeah, but that was our. A lot of our check-ins were about not even nutrition. And it's yeah. quite funny because once you get over that sort of initial three or four months and you've got some of that confidence and skills to do things, it's like you realize how important the other things in your life tie into that. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing your experience with sort of just the whole check-in process and what sort of that means to you on a weekly basis? Yeah. It was kind of my time to sit down and reflect on how I had done. Mm. And I would kind of get through the week and maybe, like I said, be hard on myself that I hadn't yeah. actually like achieved anything like, oh, I would be, like I would say like get to the end of the week and be like well you've done shit like well you've done terrible yeah and then I sit down and do the check-in process you're like no no you've done all right yeah you're fine like you like so each week I would do the measurements and things like that and things wouldn't have actually really changed all yeah. that much and you're like okay well <laughs> you haven't done too bad yeah but um like even just the time to sit for yourself and reflect mm. on how you've done for the week and what yeah. you could have done better and like mindset wise like that's your time. That was my time for myself, and yeah. even the mental periods, I did that weekly. Yeah. And it was my time to think about okay, where am I at? And like that was like vital for me just yeah. to take that time for myself. But like accountability has been massive. Yeah. Like, it's taken being I've been accountable to actually think of that hour or whatever. It didn't take me an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Well, actually, it would be my day, right? <laughs> yeah, probably an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was like that time that it was, it was to for you for yeah. me, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, 
yeah, I think I, over the times it, it wasn't about nutrition or how much about what mm. I did nutrition wise. It was more how I'm feeling about how things are going within here. Mm. Like yeah. I talked a lot about in here and yeah. like building in here and you know training wasn't my focus at that time. Yeah. It, like in building in here was my focus, and so the ch- check ins turned in a lot about how I was struggling with not training as much yeah and and but then like your help was vital and that me realizing well i've got this place yeah i've got a building affiliate you can't have it not like can't have it all where you can't um you know i was being again too hard on myself and you were kind of reminding me that it's 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 okay to have a stressful period and yeah i think a lot of that came from because when you first got in contact, it was just after the quarters, and you're like, right, this is the year to do it. Um, yeah, <laughs> ready for it. <laughs> Going to give a solid year of training, yeah. nutrition under your belt now as well. Yeah. And then across that year, things just happened. Mm-hmm. And, and we had spoke before that, you know, having your own facility was something that you always wanted. And, mm-hmm. you know, it fell through a number of times. And we had sort of talked to probably, probably multiple check-ins about, yes, performance is number one, but now you have this facility and, you may be training five or six times a day in five minute bouts just to get it done. But when it came to actual this year's open, you still performed really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, no, like yeah, like it was it was hard because I came to you and I wanted to, to give the open a really good go. Yeah. And then it got to it and I was not the place <laughs> I wanted to be in. And but in my head, I wasn't in the place. I'd yeah. been like a year I'd spent working on my nutrition with you. I was still in a good place. Yeah. I was doing, I was like, I was training like five <laughs> or 10 minutes a day that I could like, yeah. in the middle of building in here, in the middle of calls on my full-time yeah. job. Like I wasn't training, like I didn't, I couldn't have the time to train that I wanted to. Yeah. But I got to the open and I still, I did like, I still surprised myself. I yeah. Like it's all, I have it so, yeah, I, I think again, just the expectation. I, I don't know where I'm going next. <laughs> I don't know where I'm trying Probably just the, the the sort of expectation you had for this year and your performances, and then the actual surprise of you know what actually did really well now, and yeah. now you've got a gym, and now you've you've got a lot more free time and freedom with your training. That mm-hmm. this is probably the better year to actually yeah, doing things. No, like like me and Kevin had conversations before. Like we kind of like like I like really like I was bracing myself for like a really not bad performance, but I was like like I was so happy with how yeah. I was like right now it's just not going to be the same. But yeah. It's going to be fine. Like you're just going to have to accept it. And on a few workouts we had finished, and Kevin was like like this is just not going to be good. Now. Like, <laughs> just accept it. <laughs> like just brace yourself. It's going to be fine. And I did. I did like. I did Unreal for like almost yeah. the year I had, so um, like, yeah, so this year having the facilities actually, I'm, I'm in a far better position yeah. now than I was, but get like accepting that mentally beforehand over the last few months was hard, like yeah. training wise, um, but yeah, I think I did it, yeah. it, <laughs> I thought it was going to be good Yeah, no, it, I think you've done brilliant with the whole, the whole year that you've had, being able to actually I guess just adapt to it yeah. and take what's been thrown at you from some things that were maybe predictable and other things that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, how do I actually manage this? Yeah. And now you're in a position where you probably are much more, you know, better mentally to yeah. take, take on sort of the next year. 
Um, I guess sort of to sort of start to wrap up, what would you say is sort of the three biggest takeaways you've taken on from the, the past year that you've learned? Starting off, I think the biggest takeaway I had was accepting how I looked, like mm. like body composition wise, like I had this image of where I wanted to get to. Yeah. I didn't get to there, <laughs> but I like I like realizing that and being happy with who, like who I am yeah. and my own skin was a massive thing at the start. And then once things get mental, <laughs> um, I just I had the tools then yeah. to be able to adapt, and I did. I adapted nutritionally and I adapted mentally as well, which yeah. I probably wouldn't have been able to do a year ago after your health and thirdly is actually well we didn't really talk about it but like mm. fueling for performance yeah like never i've never i never thought about how, what i actually needed to eat yeah you know, during before during after like that's been massive for my recovery yeah and um, so that's been huge yeah i'm working with you as well it wasn't bad it wasn't bad in terms of that's like amounts i think yeah. It was huge. Like amounts, I ate so much. Yeah. But it probably wasn't because I needed to eat that much. It was just because I'm like, well, I train, I can eat all this food, like all this food. And I think the worst thing someone probably I could have read on Instagram was, you need to eat more, you need to eat more. And I took that literally. Literally, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm eating more here. But like, I still eat a like, good amount of food. It's just yeah. not like I'm eating four Mars bars instead of one. Yeah. I think. Something that I know this is going to sound maybe sound stupid, but I have like, like I do have a binging tendency. Like mm. I would eat loads, and whereas something that really helped me was like Josh gave me like a supper or like like mm. a before bedtime like a dairy milk. Yeah. And I would have like spent the whole day really excited for my dairy milk, and that was but that was like my bedtime routine then. And but then that actually helped me. Yeah. go to sleep and like wind down and that was the end of my day having my bloody time <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, it wasn't bad before and um, I think I would have I've been a bit of an emotional eater as well and like stressed out like certain times of the month I would have been like completely crazy and mm. um, so like you before that was but it's more like I'm aware now of what I'm actually eating more so before I wouldn't have thought about it at all yeah yeah. What was your question on there? Was it about mood, was it? Mood, and then, like, because you're a woman, it might relate to other women, so yeah. your cycle and stuff as well. I'm not sure mm. she's there. Yeah. Like, so we did talk about that quite early on, didn't we? Yeah. No, a big thing we looked at was <coughs> I put beforehand I was on uh, mm. birth control, yeah. and then I, when, when starting with you, I decided to come off it. Yeah. More so to track, like I had no idea. You kind of like lose your way, like yeah. it might sound dramatic, but you lose, you don't know who you're, you really are, you don't yeah. really know your moods until you're off everything and yeah. you can actually fully track it. Um, so that's the decision I decided to make, to go mm. off and just decide, see what I'm like yeah. naturally, <laughs> I guess. Um, and I noticed so many trends. Yeah. Um, I, I seem to notice a trend weekly or like I had to have a one week I feel like this one yeah. week and it seemed to like but when we kept on talking about it I was like okay hang on this is like yeah. actually like, like, <laughs> very structured very and regimented structured, yeah. yeah so it kind of got to the point where especially when I was trying to lose weight or body mm. composition wise I would get 
a week that I, my change would be huge and yeah. like I would put on loads of weight and then I'd get so hard on myself and be yeah. like well Lara what did you like you didn't do good that week or yeah. like you know you didn't stick by it and you'd be quite disappointed and then the week after my drop would be huge really big yeah like like more so than I was before yeah and then I was like well what was I what was I moaning about like, <laughs> so it's hard mentally I think for females to see that on a yeah. scale like and kind of comp- especially as an athlete to compare it to oh, your effort yeah because it's not your effort at all no um i was putting in the effort yeah and these were just what that's just how my body was at yeah. the time so but i would also notice like massive hunger changes within the yeah. like there'd be one week where i wouldn't think about food yeah but then <laughs> one week i would be starving all the time and want to eat yeah. everything and i was says like as that i would want to go down the aisles and absolutely pick up get everything <laughs> Yeah, I got the baker. I was like, that'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Kev's getting none of those. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it was like accepting that that's how I felt that week. Yeah. And it was okay. Yeah. Because the next week you're not gonna you're not gonna be want, wanting all the croissants and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it was so it was being it's, it's you're preparing you knew what was gonna happen. happen yeah. yeah. So you again I had the tools yeah. to then mentally adjust to that. Yeah. Um, which was massive. I think that was probably, I know I've actually said about <laughs> the biggest change I've yeah. had in the last year. Well, it just um, this weird talk, or you said about that, is it's something that we have talked about pretty much every month mm-hmm. because I have that conversation with a lot of female athletes who they are on some sort of contraception and then I don't tell them, you know, I never try and sway anyone, so I'm, I'm glad you said you made yeah, that decision. Yeah. But it's just by giving people that, you know, information that there's pros and cons of it, but people don't tell you the cons. They only tell you, oh, this is great for maybe stopping sort of some, some symptoms or pain associated with periods, or maybe it is contraception, but they don't tell you all the downsides that come with it. Yeah. And it's only when you come off it, you realize, oh, flip, I was feeling terrible on that, and yeah. I feel so much better, even though I have different mood swings maybe, and sometimes I'm really happy, sometimes it, it changes. Yeah. And the same with hunger and that. But one of the things we had discussed was, okay, if we're coming off then, let's start tracking it yeah. and that way that you understand each sort of week what happens yeah. to your body and is it regular and what to expect because as you sort of rightly said that sometimes with females are like they're putting all the effort in to come into the gym someday and they can't lift the weight that they could last week yeah. and they're so harsh on themselves and then they beat themselves up and maybe they do resort into food for comfort for that but really that's just a normal thing that happens mm. and it's something that i think needs to be talked about more especially within this sort of community yeah it's like uh, girls who come in here it's one thing that i want to be open like and not have like mm. people I, girls are getting better actually yeah yeah. i feel like if you actually mention it females will happily talk, talk about, about it, it yeah <laughs> and i've said that to kevin i want it to be spoken about because yeah. like i could come in here and train and i could feel seriously strong mm. and then the next week i couldn't lift anywhere near yeah. the percentages that kevin's programmed for me or anything like that so like it does play such a massive part and talking about it together yeah. actually can make such a big difference because you might feel something like girl, a few girls come in here and they're feeling really drained and yeah. tired and I'm like well like what like what is it you're coming up your period or you're on your period like yeah. people feel different and Definitely. people don't understand people sometimes think yeah. especially me I thought like it was it like was I pushing maybe too hard with training you start to question programming yeah. you start to question your nutrition your nutrition and it's not that, it's just yeah. how you are in that week. So 
like getting to speak about it, I would love to speak more about it actually, just in, like all females because it's so yeah. And it's a scary decision that like birth control, like you're from you're told about it from doctors from such a young age, and it's a scary decision to make on your own. Yeah. Um, but it's probably one of the best things in terms of like getting to know my own body for what it like. Yeah. That was one. Of the, it was the right one for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It is because it's a scary statistic. You know, only. 50% of females are littered with their own body. Which then it's quite, from a guy coming to talk about girls, like the girls are happy to talk about it, but you don't want to come across like, mm. why I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. Um, but when females don't even know their own body and know what's happening and know what to expect at different stages and they are going to be hungry and that's normal and that's fine to have a little bit of extra food, that it gives you so much more awareness. And it allows you to be, I guess, a bit more compassionate towards yourself when you you're in the gym or you're outside the gym, you're being a little bit more irritable in work or you're fatigued or yeah. whatever it is. And I think having that conversation early is very important for just everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.